Hello, I am back from my little barbecue. This is Gustavly Podcast from this from this Sunday morning. Yeah, so yeah, I'm back. So yeah, I had a little brief run. I had a barbecue last last Saturday. That's why I wasn't here for the podcast this week. So yeah, okay, we're back now. Let's let's start with dynamite. Let's do that. Okay, all right. Let's talk about dynamite. See, okay, Sheeta. Basically, it said her name in History Books Week book a week ago at her AEW Second Women's Championship. So she joined the women she defeated, Tony Storm, and only rest accomplished that feat. She did rest a little time. She established her as a fighting champion Wednesday in Dynamite. She defended against Anna J. The match was one of a handful pick pack show that features the latest AEW, AEW World Champion, J. Aaron Cole, as a mandatory media and Jericho Preacher Society. Attention continues to mount within the group. When what went down an explosive episode all the wrestling for that show as the company continues to push for all in as Wembley Stadium in London on August twenty seventh. Find out the recap of the last episode of Dynamite. The match cards. Let's talk about the match cards. We got Hardy's versus the Young Bucks. We got the main event women's championship, Hikar Shear versus Anna J. The FTW Championship, Ron Van Dam versus Jack Perry, Lucha Bros versus John Moxley, Kyle Casanoli. NGF Alan Cole promo, mandatory Jericho Peach Society meeting, the JSS meeting, when they kicked up the show with Jericho Peach Society, mandatory meeting, that imported for Jericho Garcia, Hager, Menlo, and J. Cool Hand, Joe Pardine, Matt Menard, and Gavard Walker, and probably the end of the longest running factions. It was short, specific promo segment that now overseas welcome, provided unserved members faction with the opportunity to express themselves on the microphone. Mark and Menard shine the brightest here with some genuine emotional stuff. They accomplished missionary creative division decisions since the start of Jericho Don Callis angle to the, to the point. Guevara was the star and finally sending it to the man who had been a link since day one AEW Dynamite. Position of power, teasing the mic. Your Jericho needs them. This is solid stuff. It's a good individual work. Even an oral story feel rushed. After the break, Jericho told Callis he has an announced answer for him joining his group and he will announce it next week. So here's my here's the takeaways. There was a quote like we saw time and listen to us. Garcia called mentor, leader for explaining he chose Jericho every time. Why do you not understand? Why the Alcho never chose him? So Garcia walked on Jericho, Hager followed suit, and I'm saying he liked the hat. Mendler J. walked out scoffing at the veteran response for the career growth. It was scoffing. Mendler told the story Jericho bring it to home, gave his job, but then can see why. You know why guys rest Eddie Kingston and Kevin Steen hates him. So, yeah, and Guevara concludes the exodus, claiming he might be there for Jericho if he figures, if he figures himself out. The Hardys versus the Bucks now go to them. Two of the fine tags in the era battle the night get the Bucks scrapped the Hardys. Matt and Nick Jack controlled the pace, but Matt and Hardy fought their way back to the bow. There was explosive combat. It looked like they may pull out an upset. However, the Bucks fed off and also scored the win with a BTE trigger to Matt Hardy. It was a post-match confrontation. Every world tag team chance of TR and acceptance of the challenge. A big edge all in. The biggest takeaway. The match back was the most anticipated in LEW strength in the August 27 card. Give the fans the latest chapter rivalry. They've been red hot previously. On top of that, it was going to be a match of the year candidate. So the Young Bucks to be the Hardys. Scalpers, Scarlet Hardys, work smart and I heard most as nice as I could saying there are guys to remember. 
Jeff Hardy may lack explosion once had, but it's built upon the crowd of a hot tag. May believe the believe that the Swan Time Bomb will probably impressive. The Bucks put out a Hardy showing respect that Penny Matt following BT Trigger. Next, we go to the FTW Championship match. Rob Van Dam versus Jack Perry. Back in the arena, Jack Perry defended the FTW Championship against RBD. Despite not regularly campaigning at this point in his career, the 50-year-old looked here in match with perfect time. Constructed not suppose any weakness. Van Dam still possesses an impressive athleticism. When this was Perry's show, he was a young performer embracing the role of a heel. It took 26-year-olds great here at the cross. Exactly what he wanted. It was all the one performers. We looked at back at the fighting moment. Perry defeated Ryan Van Dan to retain. Takeaways. Perry at the arena. Spent Paratite. Stunned to war and adrenaline during his days. And he said he spirits of matches with Ryan Dan. The heel heats off the charts for the youngster. Proving that his persona connected to fans very quick. Mm-hmm. Okay. Aaron Cole and NJ at the challenge. We are ROH tag titles. After pouncing kids at Lodge Balls early in the night, AW World Champion Alan Cole hit the ring for a promo. Cole shut down and just selling his pitch an idea for Ring of Honor World Tag Team Championship as Austin opens part of an all in zero hour pre show. And just set the challenges people, scumbag, and aim at cheap pop. Roger Strong fed up with his fight for his fight in 10 10 with the kingdom. Cole, who we actually created tension and JF, but the two hugged it out. To close out the segment, it's gonna be difficult, difficult to, to turn into a total heel. No matter how much he tried, inevitable split between him and Cole. A similar course, this is the direction the story heading. It goes to provide the opposite, which is Cole sucking his part to a quality match on Zero Hour, which are headed a town match. But it seemed like the devil portray portrays the betrayal. The crowd and the Webley will explore your way. The giant heartbreak when I spent the storyline. Top moments, takeaways, the look on Jan's face when Cole shut them up frustrated, explaining that wrong is his friend too. Virtuoso stuff, facial expressions by language will always sell when physicality can. And just glee of someone who first wrote friends, fantastic. Cold fashion, when Grin responds to new Max edition. Edition, make a a double side if you one who actually turns. Next, we got the Blue Bowls versus Blackpool Combat Club. The Blackpool Copper Club to their revenge tour for the loss to the lead, but Guts followed up the darn victory in the Park Club Brawl for best friends, John Box and Castanoli win over Lucha Bros, Panthers and Red over Ray Faith. A good physical match, we saw the heel usually punch each rice to counter speed and jail the opponents, then when he needed to resort to the basket, Panthers steal the win. Moxley and Castanoli are more intense and physical than ever, which kind of statement considering the previous work, it will be intense to see what the story is going ahead of all in. Who will step out to the web match and waits out of the Webley card? BCC defeated Lucha Bowls. The takeaways from this Lucha Bowls fought fire, fire with attack Castanoli Moxley from behind to start the match. The heels on Mass Penta make it easy for Moxley and Oxley to score the win and roll up. Phoenix delivered a boost punch to the floor, immediately grasping his knee. Yeah, apparently he fucked his knee up. Phoenix fucked his knee up. And now we go to Darby Allen's Stings Revenge on Bobo Embassy. We go with Kara's fault, swore strictly AR Fox and Buddy Wade wrestling cat where they attack Wick Wayne and let them bloody. Wednesday, Darby Allen sought to avenge his ATO protege, so they did with the help for his friend. Sting blasted Strickland and Muslim Mogul Embassy all while Fox watches his belief. So he understand he may have chosen the wrong side of the battle. This was a solid roll up we saw last week. A lot of progress. A feed that will likely to Friday on a rampage for 
when Allen battles on Epicene Resident Machine Brian Cage. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. Sting appears out of nowhere. Bastard guys are based on Bad on Ted Terminator. Cable Network will never get old. Never. The look of Fox face we watch Sting wreck havoc may as well be a gift already. Yeah. We got a tattoo coffee match at all, at all in. So, yeah. We got the AEW Women's World Champion, the main event. Sheeta cashed her ticket all in. And then we got the four-way match for AEW Women's World Champion. By the way, waiting over at a Jaden Lane, the main event. The match was solid enough, but commercial rate right in the heart successfully. Both women worked, worked hard. The commentary did a strong job putting over the chair, particularly, but the finish was awkward. Left even Caliber searching for explanation as to why Angela Parker and Manard were attempting to do during signing the pin. She and I head to London, where she'll defend against her son. Two other women signed up on my upcoming qualifiers. These matches could Sabia for Sky Blue on Rampage. Big Baker versus Petty before the next week's Dynamite. Wait, is Big is Break Bay is Britt Baker versus no? Is Britt Baker versus the Bunny actually for next week's Dynamite? So she defeated Jay Retain. I'm Jay. Takeaways from this two weeks in a row, two women's matches. It's a welcome change. It would have been nice to have it happen randomly around in response to online criticism. Uh, AW this of his talented AW women vision, but who who cares? Who knows? Jay died magical hand and may not be a part of Jargon Peace Society anymore, but their loyalty to each other nice touch. So here's my thoughts on this. This was a nice solid show with some quality promo segments. Then more presses went featuring Adam Cole and JF. The storyline has been head shoulders above everything else AEW has produced on late. This week was no different, but the few teams, Darby Allen, Mongol Embassy, one should challenge the story can sustain edge and motion as to one point. The in-ring ranching was weaker than most episodes, but Lucha Bros. back when Comic-Con stood out as a banger it was. However, now we have a clear idea what, what the inner all-in car might look like, and for that reason, above the earth was above, this is a good show for Dynamite. Now, let's go with the Rampage spoilers. As usual, we always do Rampage spoilers. The new change, welcome a new change. You know, welcome a new change. We gotta welcome a new change. And let's go to the spoilers. Because yeah, you already know, I don't Rampage review Rampage no more. Alright, Darby Allen defeated ROH Six Man Tag Barring Cage. This is spoilers. The mobile embassy attacked Allen after the match, so Sting made the save. That has to be interesting. The AW National Champion Cassidy retained over Giant TV. The BCC came out in the match on a stare down. We got Sarah defeated Sky Blue, the fans of Fatal Foy, when it was World Championship. And Shada. Yep, Saria advances. So yeah. Hikaru Shida defeated against Tori Store. Saria, and the winner of next week's Brett Baker versus the Buddy Match outcome. A dynamite match on Dynamite next week. After the match, the outcast attack blue to Madison Reigns. They the save. This is interesting. This is quite interesting. So watch watch Rampage because this is Bastard Reigns' return. So it's going to be quite good, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Okay. I usually wait for wrestling news after we do Collision, but I want to do something new. One time, one time, one time. It's about... Watch strong details, keeping his AEW sign a secret. So he was on appearance on AEW restriction this week. Stuff this is important. Nerdy every like Strong discussed the process of signing AEW and leaving WWE. In April Strong made his AEW debut saying his friend Aaron Cole. Strong offered off TV television October twenty two. 
Mm-hmm. They talk about of August last year. He got injured, was out some time. I was getting close to the end of the year. That my contract expired for WWE. In those situations, I was rehabbing with a pretty dis- decent place. This is what I just said from Roger Strauss saying. Not so sure what's going to go on with me at the time. I had someone represent me. I just reached out with some of the both companies. It was one weird things that felt like inevitable. Walked through a certain part of the process, too, when I really want to be my buddies with my wife. A, I've been reminding so much I love my ring of honor. Collective, everyone wants to be better, you know, but I've been there and I've been, can make this better. It's hard to the value for the most part of the environments. But I'm a college. Rick, but you're doing things, when you do, you'll become successful. Helping us, whatever may come about. So, what is that? As he said, Strong continue find decisions to have the opportunity to know when I get there. Adam, I have been much too late the sun, but time and perfect, it's emotional, and digestional to be after some time. The long journey journal, and being able to be a missionary. That's the best. Try over to keep it safe. See you later. It's hurt. It was very difficult. I feel bad. I missed some people. I know we're alive. Some things we realize, especially nowadays, there are no secrets anymore in wrestling. They'll even have one huge son member forever. How did Kill Skate Gage Summit mean so much to me? Perfect if it's difficult to keep the secret. It's so my family, I want to be honest with and eager. I want to say this, you know, I got to say this, something I never got. So I so I felt this right. I'm nervous in a long time. Perfect, too. Uh, yeah. So, yeah, that was pretty much like that was basically that was the. You know, wait, that was Roger Strong. Why his, his, his debut in AEW was a secret. Yeah, this was something I had never done before. So that's what I want to do. So, all right, next we'll go straight to ROH. Then, I mean, all right, then we go to all right, ROH, then Collision, then Wrestling News for real. So, yeah, let's go straight to ROH now. All right, let's get to ROH results. Okay, we have Rage this week. We have Iron Savages versus Brian. I mean Brody Pierce, Brady Pierce, and Lucky Ally. The Infantry versus Zicky Dyson movie Mike. Uh, anyway, Hazos Haz versus Bob Killjoy. Some J versus Dalton Castle. Andrew Everett versus Lee Moriarty. Pat Buck versus Tony Nese. Athena versus Rachel Allring. Gates of Agony versus Burkhorse. Alicia, Leah Hirsch versus Jellica Risk. Red Titus versus Cole Carter. Billy Starks versus Robin Renegade. The ROH World Time Eliminator Finals. Shane Keller versus Gravity. Let's go to it. First match. Sung mm. Jay versus Dalton Castle. And it's from the Bonds Cares area in Greenville, South Carolina. Rekha Bonnie Coleman on the call as usual. Let's go. Okay, Castle with a waist headlock. Wait, sidelock. Return May 2. 7 J back elbow. Twisting tires. Drop kicked up. Sin J. Capital misses up. Charge with Jim J. Hit the twisting cross kick. Moves up by Lin J. Like. Bowing. Jam. Hold on. 
You want to have a And then... This is the issue. This is the problem. Damn, they need to calm the... They should have handled this. I know you're... Jesus, you're hurt and you're frustrated. That's what life is. Suck it up. Athena wins. Okay. Ready? Nice little proving ground match here. Athena Elling is a veteran. I see her again. Dina's 35 0 record in Arlington Attack. The Rick Horseman versus Gates of Agony. Henry Khan start. Big slam by Khan. Harris goes over with pedigree. Twisting neck of Khan. Torn Drake and tagging. Tossed by Drake. Hits a big chop. Toy eats it. Drake starts the foot, delivers some chops ahead and makes a blind tag. Show gun drop hit by Henry, but Toy's on the face, cuts Henry in half with a body block. Gets Aggie, pulls Worsman, Hookman outside, hit a big slam. Henry, right camp on the corner, guardrail to Henry. Back in the ring, double team the corner, back bird by Khan for the 10 to the 2. Now some hard chops ahead in the corner. Body slam by Toy, tags connects by body slam, and it's set on the San Antonio. Annoying kick by Henry Rouse, a hot tag. Drake, Drake cleans house. And uh, and but the con. Right shot in the corner, have my neck breaker needs. And Drake is set on the top. Boss on the side, go. And I play that. Big boot, and Henry. And I'm calling outside. PK, two, and no side. I break. Boss back by Henry. Call. I'm not going to get into the house. That is not just a hand. Who went on against the ropes? Heck, I said that once the gates are hanging open, the gates on Drake for the win. It's a bang. Spotter here. This is a good match. I'm glad to see this workhorseman getting the TV time deserved. Good win for the Gates of Agony. Can the workhorseman win a match? Leela Hirsch versus Angie Angelica Risk. Her taking back early. Her taking risk control. Connect with free throws. Risk. Counter the regular slippers for Loa. Loa up in a two count. Big clothesline guy Risk. But Hirsch steps up a crossbar. Body black. Got rich by Hirsch and a straight arm bar to finish it. Leah Hirsch wins. We go to Rush Titus versus Cole Carter. We're in the pair of fireman carries. A bracket flip by Titus. Titus missed Jockey. Carter spots one of his own. Carter's waiting back as Maria has right stage of scout. Jack under by Titus and Tria elbows the lower back by Titus. Close on out of the corner. Titus hits a big drop kick. Only get two. Titus now works up with the arm and elbows it up. Elbow, but Carr catches him rising me out of nowhere. Version of the Stormbreaker finishes one. So, yeah. Winner called Carter. Poor Red Titus. Titus carried the match, but Carter got a chance to chance good in the end, which is basically the way it had to go. Robert Renegade, we're trying to run again with Billy Starks. 
Nightmare by Renegade starts at star steps, sets like a charge, connects to the giant suplex. Vertical suplex starts, goes up top, around the strike, the referee line, charm the dumb from the top rope. Double knees in the corner by round and shotgun drop kick. Broski boot in the corner by Renegade. Snapman by Renegade now, choke over the middle rope, face buster, swords by Renegade, double fish hook. Renegade keeps a draw cap, a slap Starks, that Starks. He and face bust on the knee, a spinning hook kick by Starks. Nagamish by Starks, a long two count. Starks gonna roll top, rolls through the cones, half chicken wings, face buster. Richmond carry by Renegade, Starks gets free and dumps. Side, sword die died by Starks, take off both Renegades. Starks goes the top of Swan Time, bomb finish this one. So, my rating for the match is, Starks is way too good for her age. She's already better than a lot of the women who lost tonight. Nice win for her tonight. The Renegade jumps Starks and Athena music hits. Athena disposes both Renegades, teeth the curse down to Starks, but died against it. The RH World TV Champion eliminated to the finals. Shane Taylor versus Gravity. Gravity speed early, but Taylor just the same phase. Taylor catches Gravity, drills him with Deliria. Big body slam by Taylor. Gravity catches Taylor, a pair of boots and a hurricane. Taylor cuts over the knees to summit and a pair of forms. Taylor looks up for the scoop back, but Gravity rolls on for two and another quick gets two. Gravity charges Taylor in the quarter. But. But Joe and Nagi playing some hard on the mat. Taylor hit on the mat. Little rope, but grab meets him there. Taylor hits, hits Gravity off the off back. Gravity fights back. And there's some moon drop by Gravity. Gravity goes up top. Now comes on top. Sounds splash, but Taylor gets the knee up. Apollo drive by Taylor Fishes one. Shane Taylor wins. This was less. My thoughts on less competitive than I expected, but Shane Taylor's the man's offense great. Joe versus Taylor will be brutal in the best way. My final thoughts on the show. Unfortunately, a competitive match this week, but the show flew a bit quite a while before next ROH pay-per-view. I worry we'll be seeing more shows like this. I'm going to see Claudio. He's the ROH world champion. So, so what happened to him anyway? So, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. In retrospect, yeah, that was ROH. So, yeah, that was ROH. I'll, I'll see you, uh, like, like, um, so yeah, so let's go straight to let's go now we go let's go to collision right about now. All right, now we're at collision. So let's get to it. Mm-hmm. Collision. Okay. Welcome to our recap of collision. And after that, we'll be doing wrestling news. Okay, let's get to it. So this week's show was going to be about tag team wrestling. We saw the acclaim in action. We got a women's tag belt. And Nightingale taking on Diamond and Mercedes Martinez. Then we had the biggest match of the car was a trio championship match, championship match between Dallas Black and CMFTR. We also heard from Ricky Starks regarding the attack on Ricky Steamboat. It's got a few words from Paulus Hobbs. Like a look at happened on Saturday show. They claim versus Iron Savages. The show opened with Siobhan telling Ricky Starks he has suspended 30 days for attacking Ricky Steinboat. Starks said that the action has consequences turning into a problem with Starks where he got a manager's license and he will see you on the show every week. The first match saw the acclaimed take on the Iron Savages in a tag team match and the crowd began to champ St. Daddy as 
Anthony Bowles lock up with Bronson Bailder. The Yara Savages gain a none televised entrance to the Lexus Squash match, but first, but it wouldn't have been surprised if Tony Buckton looked strong and reestablished him in the tag division. But this uh, ended up being a highly competitive bout. Both teams had their own moments to shine. While this definitely designed to make Bowen's match after strong, Bayer and Bronson had a great showing. They claimed got a win with a double famous assassin as a homage to Billy Gunn. The acclaim. Let's notable. Let's go to the noble moments. Sars compared when he did the steamboat to a parent's banging their kids with a good heel line. So not having that ass for the claim was just felt wrong. Bear's reaction to Caster's little joke was hilarious. Bear walked around holding Caster bones with impressive display of power. Caster lifted Bear out for a slam it was a great moment for him. The announcers did a good job playing up for big feet of strength. We go to Stan. Nightingale Stantler versus Diamond and Martinez. Mm. Stantler and Nightingale team out take on Martinez and Diamond after two pairs had issues following the TV's top bout between Lauren and Martinez. Stat and Diamond start off with their teams with a nice exchange of takedown slams. The TV's chair showed their power while she caught Diamond and carried her to Willow. She could tag and hit a double team move. As we turn from break, Stanley got hot tag to give Will some relief. Time in the ring, the champ take it to both opponents and the champion crowd cheer her. Tia Diamond ended up getting a win with a bit of cheering. Diamond used legs and Tia's leverage during the pin. This decent match, something we're missing. But, and then the chemistry issue doesn't keep this from being. His observations. I'm sorry, I'm a little talking myself. So, anyway, it's been great to see that man getting more time. Our RHAW lately, I see such a great talent catching on much in your roster. Martinez left Willow, lifting Willow for five carries on impressive. While it was a cool spot, Martinez power on her own partner and her opponents at ringside almost ended in disaster. Diamond got lucky or adjusted the last second to blend better. We got the there's some more Jeffers, Andrew Everett. Then Luchasaurus was Brock Anderson, TNG Championship. So, Little Joe took on a little drama this week when he battled Andrew Ever, who built 7 foot 4 and definitely exaggerated by his height. In all seriousness, Little Joe defeated Dindy Darn just under 2 minutes and, and actually only his scarves a squash. Joe grabbed the money and called CM, call CM Puff for a fight all in after some video packages. Well, Joe wins. Then we got Christian and Cage, which sort of came off for a promo. But they were up there by Arn and Brock. Then Brock ended up at a TNT title match after Arn talked Christian to it. So Lucha started being young men down, so the bell rang. When the match began, we'll see all over 60 minutes. It ended up being long enough to have a commercial break in the middle, but doesn't have it was competitive. This was all Lucha Sora other than a short bust of offense with a challenger. This is a good lady like Lucha Sora looked look good, but the promo from Christian might have been a better highlight overall. Thirty on show with the top the champ fun way to pop the crowd yet, yeah, but no one's gonna be talking about this match tomorrow. 
here's my observations. Like, Everett's counted a walkway spot. Joe was fantastic. Christian is awesome when he does, but Batman and Michael Jordan's gone too far. The man, this man must be stopped. Getting hit with a skateboard hurts, and it will be upset if I have to fight Alan to shot that bag with trucks on it. One of these things. So we go to the main event. House of Black vs. CM and TR Trials titles. The main event was a trio championship with CM on Hood. Hardwood, Cash Wheeler, challenging Malachi Black, King Buffy Matthews, as usual, Julie Hart was at ringside. Punk and Matthews sat in the ring with a nice lockout. They even had a lot of time almost the entire half of the show. Kept the clean and bite around all the rules for seven minutes. What we saw was for fundamental wrestling, tag team tactics. The, the crowd came line when Black caught the Punk Black guy into the ring, started trading kicks. Punk dunk. Duck Punk Black spinning kick sat down, making Black's more mind gay to a brawl with six men win to a first personal break. Mm. With two trios like that, ending should have a good match seemed possible. Erin played their strengths and worked together, but on a physical main event. So we'll just show up and brought Punk into the crowd, chuck him out as a king, hit a lariat on hardware that gets a pin. Paying the towels right age House of Black. It's a good way to set Punk versus Joe to give the House of Black the win. Here's some observations. Jim Ross brought to the commentary for this match. I remember the House of Black feels unique, but like part of a bigger hole. They're a wholesome stable. AEW should keep them together for a long time. Trading Charles for Brother King is dangerous in two ways. It hurts hit by him, but it also hurts him because you're chopping a fridge, walking fridge. At some point, we need a good singer one. Singles one with Matthews. This too much talent for AEW. We don't have to capitalize on it. Uh, here's my thoughts on the on the on collision. Collision all feels like a completely different pace and dynamite. Even though the air shows from different comp- same company air for the same time, it's kind of impressive. Collision is a unique feel. This show did a lot of set of table setting for future matches. Got a couple of fun encounters on the way. The main event was an opposite highlight. The Acclaim versus Bear Country and Women's Tag Match are both worth checking out too. Stars had already come into his own past months for like being put into a apartment. Someone like Punk's level him to a sick and swift situation. Thankfully, he hasn't been nagging. He's wired like a pro. Even though a couple of restrooms had this special, but it didn't feel like there was only a waste of time. Every segment served a greater purpose, which is a good thing because back to back pay per views. So, yeah. Yeah, that was Collision. So, yeah. That was pretty much Collision in a nutshell. So, let's get to the wrestling news. All right, let's get to the wrestling news. All right, then. Okay. All right, let's start with why WMA Trains announced team. PW Insider Lee reports Endeavor and Broadcast partners at WWE pursue push for WWE to have Cole be a primary leading announcer for a product. He's the company's most experienced announcer. The report noted that um, none of WWE's confidence in Cole and Graves, like um, Grave. And they feel they can help Patrick, who the company's so high on. Regarding Patrick, the move with nine days in motion of Patrick has said they view it as an opportunity for him to gain some experience and find a voice and buy the company while they lead announcers. The report knew they kept Cole Barnett together raw due to their on street chemistry update. Yeah, basically, like, WWE made change announcing to help Patrick, so yeah. Update on Brian Pillman's junior status for WWE. Another status that Wait a minute, um, Bill, come here. I'm just talking to my dog for a minute. I mean, we'll get back to it. Get over here. Not now, you wait till 12, Bill. You wait till 12. I didn't say anything in the cage. 
I said, wait till you wait till it's 12 o'clock so you can go outside, okay? I'm sorry to talk to my dog, Belle, my dog. It's a little commander thing. So, all right, let's go to the other news. Sorry, interruptions. <laughs> That's my dog. Update on Brian Pillman's status with Junior's status with WWE. Another sign Brian Pillman Jr. is WWE bound has come out thanks to a new report. Last month, Brian Pillman Jr. was at the WWE Performance Center after the AEW contract expired. Meltzer previously reported about Pillman is on WWE's radar. His company right now is likely because of ongoing innovation in WWE by the Endeavor Group to compete this year. PW Star reported the former AEW reporter parted from Riley's promotion slated to be a and the NXT's television event, Bees have signed with WWE. So yeah, Pillman is gonna make an appearance on NXT TV. So what's gonna be the segment? So I can't wait. AJ Mendez, women contract winding down. Down. Mendez, AJ Mendez, a fallen known as AJ Lee, who was named executive producer. Oh wow. You also call him our own founder. David McLean, Steph Dickey, Los Angeles, Predators, President, the bus funds the promotion. Warren W.A. Star, Instagram Star. Her hair is winding down. Thank our ladies for coming, welcoming to the locker room. Talk hard work. Alright, I'm back. YouTube. The fans keep watching next week. So I Nick Gold is reportedly Annapolis head of tight. Robbie Broder as a producer for WWE. Nick Gold is reportedly So the former TNA, TNA, Innovate World Champ, part of Tights Raw. He was a report last month in WWE's interest in Nick Gold's company as a producer, following inspiration's contract, waiting back rest. Inspiration knows the deal may come to fruition. Uh, tonight's episode Raw. Zero believed to be being the audience, the professional world producer, double tapings. Former Impact Wrestling and World Chain that calls the nip had tonight WWE from PW Insider confirmed this week. He was brought in for a production booster role. He'll be a number of obtained TV coming TV tapings. Although it's been an initial run impact, then known as CNA Magnus, but National Wrestling Alliance always made his week return impact at Red Bell in April. So, yeah, Nick Aldis, the producer, he, I don't think he's going to be wrestling WWE. Like, uh, yeah, he's going to be a producer. I don't think he's going to last this long. Like, Aldis is an interest in wrestling. Uh, I don't think WWE is going to let him wrestle in their company, like, have him like a producer or a trainer, and that's it. And I think it's gonna be the same, the same for be the same for Gordon Grace or potentially John Gresham. Those are the potential that'll be possibly 
probably not not wrestling WWE become like producers because WWE wants young athletes like sports athletes, football players, UFC writers these days. So although they want indie stars, like like imagine if someone takes Shawn Michaels out of his NXT position and someone got wants sports football players. Imagine that. That's my book will be a, a terrible thing. I want Sean Stay to run NXT. Because I want Sean Michael in the end and this back to run NXT the best he could. I'll be very hurt if someone they pull up I'll be very hurt in my book they say someone tried to pull Shawn Michaels out. Out and yeah, basically uh, Nick Jackson said he tried to buy PWG in the past. The Young Bucks match at Nick Jackson was G over a decade prior to launching AEW. The Young Bucks recently signed all the wrestling and kept them on a contract for multiple years. While speaking of Swerve Strickland and Moses City, the Bucks were after wrestling led to Nick revealing he tried to buy PWG in the past. Once I'm done the ring, I'll never announce that I'd be retired. He talks about retirement. He wants to go to Hawaii and stuff, you know. Low ball tried by PWG. We got low ball by Super Dragon, but Super Dragon, he wasn't a man. Super Dragon means Super Dragon. So yeah. But the, now let's go to the other news. There are people in WWE wants NXT to beat AEW in a certain draft pack. Like WWE CEO Nick Khan has been credited with coming up with the idea of using main stars NXT help boost NXT T ratings for the more experienced stars to work with younger wrestlers. NXT ratings have increased recently with appearances by world champion by chance at Rollins and Judgment Day. Meltzer noted on several radio that he keeps hearing from those in WWE that they wanted to beat NXT to beat AEW Diamond in 18 WFX graphic rating. So yeah, good luck for NXT, but I doubt NXT would be AEW in that grammar graph. And I'm just saying. So, yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Alright, let's go to the one more news. Tony Khan this week that he, next week, that three night Life AW Fight Fest special will benefit wildfire victims. Thanks, any thanks, TV partners. So, the 2023 Fight for the Fall show will be a three night event next week that takes place next week in Nashville, Tennessee, and Louisville. The Kentucky process from both shows will be donated to the Food bank to benefit some victims of wildfires in Hawaii. Uh, wait, wait, one more time. Sorry, I'm sorry for me. Uh-uh, Bell. No. Uh-uh. Not now. It's not even 12. It's not even 12 p.m. No. I'm sorry to with my dog right now. Did you eat your food? I'm sorry. Bell, go eat your food. Wait, I gotta. It's cause I gotta go heat it up for Bell. I gotta heat it up. That's why it's, it's not gonna eat it. Shit. Fuck. That's why it's not gonna eat it. Wait. Yeah, still the news is still there. I just need to do it on the Bell, okay? <sighs> Blows up. I don't give a fuck. All right. Alright, let's continue with the news. Sorry. Um, AEW President Tony Khan, last minute to Twitter, event announced the fight film will out next Wednesday. Dynamite, Richard Arena, Tennessee, fight film, Rampage tape that night on the AEW. Then AEW then shoot fight for a fall at a collision next Saturday from 
Rupa Narayan, NXT, Lexington, Kentucky. Hey, why? Vegas on the horrific fires from This is when Tony Khan. I changed AEW's play schedule to provide assistance. Next week's Friday, Saturday, Friday, Wednesday, Friday, Saturday is AEW Fight for the Fallen. Fight for the Fallen on Dynamite Rampage Collision. The proceeds for AEW is on the 16th, Nashville's at 19th. We'll go to Maui Book Blue Bank. Kenny Khan wrote. Then Khan really posts a follow up. Thanks AEW's network partners and Waterbirds Cover helping him with the schedule change. So thanks to the, he talks about his great partners, by WBD Networks for working the last month, changing our market assets to move up. Follow next week on Dynamite. Rise support for my well, for those in need. All right, mm, I'm sorry, a little dozed up. The inaugural fight for the event areas and a pay per view before from Jasper, Florida to better for gun violence for this year. The COVID special relief aired, it's a, which aired a dining special took place at Joe James Coliseum. Mm. Raising money victims of domestic violence, sexual assault. Fight for the fall in 2022 was a Saturday day airing on Rampage Dynamite. DCU and Mora held a benefit Oshina non profit. Wonderful organization. So yeah, for next week's show, yeah, it's pretty much Tony Khan doing the fight for the fallen. So yeah, this was wrestling news and big announcement. I'll see y'all next Sunday for Gus Ali podcast. Bye.